This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome, After Buzzers, to the season finale of Raising Dion. It's been a heck of a journey, but we finally know who the Crooked Man is. We finally have some answers. Stay tuned for more. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, everyone, to the season finale. I am not ready for it to be over. But my head is definitely spinning, so I may need a nap after this. I'm your host, Carla, and I'm here with my amazing panel, the one and only Kay Montgomery. Thank you. So excited to be here. And Michael B. Jordan's number one fan, Miss Susie G. What's up, guys? <laughs> Today, we're going to get into Pat and Iceland, Nicole and Dion on the run, defeating the Crooked Man, our sweetest moments, uh, some news and gossip, our top three best moments of the season, and we're going to wrap up with some predictions. But before we do all of that... What were some of our overall thoughts, ladies? It was... <laughs> Are we speechless? <laughs> My head is spinning. It's what? definitely what? spinning, like you said. <laughs> I mean, the way that it ended again is just mind-blowing. Yeah, we, we had some people, person, come back that I didn't expect, oh. and some oh. people go away <sighs> that I was like, how are we not going to see them again? It was a wild one. I was yes. crying at the end. I cried, too. I cried, and then I'm, like, left with so many answers. I feel like I need a season two because it was left – well, actually, how it ended was super creepy, which is Brayden. That's actually going to be our last topic, but we'll get into all of that. Um, Let's start off with Pat and Iceland. So that's how the episode starts off, which I'm actually glad to see, like, some more backstory because – you know, we need to know what happened to Iceland. Iceland's like the biggest mystery of the whole season. Yeah. Um, so we see Pat in his little, what was it called? Yurt. The yurt. <laughs> um, and then we see like the light show go off. He steps out. He's getting burned by it. But then that confused me because why wasn't anyone else burned? Or were they? Hmm. You would think that people would be like, ow, ow. You know, because it seems like yeah. it hurts. But he's the only one. And then... You never hear any mention of it through the, throughout like the whole season, which is kind of interesting because that seems like the marks that left him seems, seems like something you would remember always. It's interesting to me because the people that they showed where Mark was were in what Suzanne showed us, the healthy part of the forest that survived. Mm. And it was like the outskirts that were dying and decaying. And it was almost like that yurt was on the outskirts oh. and the animals were on the outskirts and then the small confined group that got the superhero powers. So in my mind, Pat got hit with the unhealthy shower and mm. caught what the animals had. And so that's why he turned evil. But I think that's a really great point 
about did any other people get that? We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why we need a season two because yes. we need to get all into that. I would love it if they went into like the people that they were stalk that Biona was stalking. You know, like all the individual mm-hmm. people. Right. So I would love. A little prediction, a little early on, but a little prediction. Um, so then we see him, we see like a flash forward, like four years later, I want to say it was, um, to Pat and his girlfriend that he met in Iceland. And that was like the roughest breakup I have ever seen. Oh, boy. Like he was getting broken up with, but like he would not accept it. It was weird. Was it weird though? Because it's Pat. And what do we know about Pat? He did the same yeah. thing he did with Nicole. Exactly. Yes. So he does not know boundaries, right? And nope. he does not trust you to make your own decision. He's going to continue to push you and try to make a decision for you. Like, typical, like, entitled male. It's just like, yeah, it looked like the hallmark of abusive relationship from the good one <laughs> from the job. Yeah, because she was like, she told him, I don't know how many times in that one short conversation, like, no, it's over. No, yeah. these are the reasons why. And he was like, but, 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 you should just move here. But you could just do this. And we could just do this. I was like, oh, here he goes. But again, it's that buildup of the anger in the villain because mm-hmm. as he gets boiled up in this situation, he starts getting aggressive. You see his eyes start to change. He starts to light up and he turns right in mm-hmm. to that lightning crooked man. Yeah, but we saw his girlfriend do the same thing, right? When she stormed off and she said, I'm going to my friend's cabin and he tried to jerk her away, her arm lit up on fire. Did we catch that he must have gone after her and killed her friend at the cabin? Because remember, the other girl disappeared at the cabin? Jill Noonan? Mm-hmm. Was that her friend? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. So I'm like, how many people has this man, crooked man, taken? Well, he says absorbed. <laughs> killed is such a strong word. He absorbed him into his lightning mass. What I thought was so crazy was that you could have, in a normal breakup situation, she literally, all she was saying was, I have some things going on with myself that I can't explain, which... You know, it's totally normal. You know, sometimes we all lose ourselves in, like, different parts (laughs) of life. She literally has most valid reason. And he's like, no, like, figure it out. You're staying with me. But then when he absorbed her, that's what we're (laughs) going to say. We're going to keep it very PG. (laughs) When he absorbed her, I was like, that's when I started putting everything together. Like, Mm. this is what he does to everybody. At first, it seemed pretty evil. But then as the episode progresses, we learn that that's the way he stays alive. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy because he took Mark. His own best friend. Yeah. Well, listen, guys. Listen, listen. Let's just give Pat. (laughs) Let's give Pat this because it was early on. Okay. Right? Right. It was early on. Did he? He said he didn't tell me he was going to New Orleans. So when he saw he planned on getting Charlotte Tuck. And then Mark goes in to be a hero, which he like, uh, uh, you know, I can't manage my powers very well. I'm trying to absorb one and not the other. And then just like, forget it because I can't control it. Like, is there, I really want to know, is there any remorse? No. That's what I really. I didn't sorry in him at all. (laughs) I think he was just like, I didn't know he was going to be in New Orleans, but well, killed him anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that's literally how I felt too. I was like, why would you kill your best friend and not Charlotte? Has he always had his eye on Nicole? I think so. Oh, mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Totally. Do you guys feel like he had no other choice but to become the villain? I don't think he did. Because, again, I think he got stuck in the wrong place at the wrong time on the wrong side of the forest of Iceland, that whole area. I mean, I don't think Pat would choose to become a villain. But then again, I mean, he's so caught up in comic books. If you go back to the beginning, like, maybe he... I, I don't know. 
I'm left with answers. What, what do you think? Uh, um, my core belief system says that everybody has a choice, so I just cannot turn that off. I feel like everybody has a choice in every situation. Now, you might not have the resources to make the best decision, but you always have a choice in any matter. So I feel like he did have a choice. I agree. I think mm-hmm. he had maybe two options. He could have turned to Biona for help. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he clearly knows a lot more than he's let on. He could have maybe been studied on in a way that he was comfortable with. He could have maybe controlled the situation. Or he could have just allowed himself to die. You know, it's better to die Mm -hmm. a brave man than the way you're doing it and just taking everyone that's in your way, basically. So I definitely think he had a choice. So at first, I kind of felt bad for him. Like, okay, this situation was put amongst him. You know, he didn't have much of a choice. But as I continued watching, I'm like same way you always have a choice Mm -hmm. so i hated that he did that yeah and i mean like she's like um susie said he's obsessed with comic books so he's like i have a power like yeah yeah, i I mean the joker was a villain so maybe you know he wanted maybe he wanted to be a superhero villain versus Mm -hmm. the good guy and maybe that's like mark's nature of good versus bad yeah, and maybe he th- or maybe he thought either I have a bad guy power or I have zero power, are my choices. Wow, I'd rather be a villain with superpowers than just be a regular nerdy dude that barely knows how to do the Tinder swipe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you love that Tinder swipe. <laughs> Tinder swipe. I'm taking that down with me. That's like the best. Yeah, that's crazy because it's thinking back to all of our predictions. We predicted this that something was up with him. Because of the headaches, we're like, yes, he probably has mm-hmm. his own powers. Right. So we saw yeah. this coming. I did say he was decaying. Maybe he's maybe he's decaying like the forest. But I never dreamed you he did would say be, that. Mm-hmm, I never dreamed he would be the bad guy, guys. That we were all like, and you loved him. Of. I yes. did. Your heart should be broken You're, right now. <laughs> You're like, I wanted Pat it for the win. Is. I stand. I used to stand for Pat. I'm so like devastated. I saw on his Twitter um, this week he put, "I'm loving everybody's um, reaction gifts to the final like final scene in the final episode," which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, aside from the storyline, his performance was amazing. Yeah, the way we saw amazing. him. Every scene just looked worse and worse and worse. It was Mm -hmm. epic. I Mm -hmm. loved it. Yeah, I agree. He's a great actor. Yeah. All right, ladies. But, well, before we move on to our next topic, Susie has a very special announcement for everybody. Thank you guys for making us the ESPN of talk radio. We're so excited. If you're on YouTube right now, subscribe to us. Leave some comments. Follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at AfterBuzzTV. Give us five stars on iTunes. You guys, Raising Dion fans, all of our fans, you are our superheroes. Thank you so much. And we also have our live chat going. I'm here. I'm looking at all your comments. And there's actually one that they've mentioned a few times. It's about you. So I actually want to just give Tony Del- uh, Delgado a shout out. K. Montgomery reminds you of China and McLean. No idea who that is. We oh, will have to look oh, it up oh, after. Like she can sing. Oh, yeah, she's a bunch of Disney. Girl, no. <laughs> And then Madness Arcade says, I second that. And they said it last episode, too. I just oh, never so mentioned it. Oh, funny. How weird is that? We're going to have to pull up a side-by-side after the show. Yeah, just okay. to be- yeah China and, and she way younger than me. I will take that any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Did anybody else see the Pat coming? Anybody on our live chat talking about if they saw Pat changing? If they knew that was coming? Madness Arcade said, I think because it touched him physically, his behavior is different or... 
And then um, he adds on and says, or he could have rather died than hurt people, which is yeah, what which we is what you thought. said. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice self, but he's so entitled. There's no way he's going to be self-sacrificing. No way. He always wants something for something. So no, because we also see like when he is trying to get Dion to heal him, he knows that that's kind of like that could kill Dion, and he's still like, willing to do Dion it. Down, and he still wanted Dion to do it because <gasps> he's scene. like, heal me, because he's. I mean, he's gonna take Dion down if he can. Yeah, that scene, you guys, when Ooh. Dion's at the door. Oh my gosh, it was. He's smart though. The yeah. way he deflected and was yeah. like, no, let me cure him. I loved it. It's kind of crazy to think that like any sort of power you really have, like if you use it for good things, it's obviously gonna be positive. If you're negative about it, no matter how great your power is, like it's gonna be. A bad thing like Dion, he could easily be like throwing things at people in class, being mean and you know, not mm-hmm. being kind, and he doesn't. So, That's I think true. Pat just directed his energy in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. All right, well, let's move on to our next topic, ladies. We have Nicole and Dion on the run. I, for once, am like, Yes, Nicole, thank you, girl. Like, no. you're doing what you need to do. Like, she was not afraid, or she was afraid. But she just thought in like survival of the fittest, she's like, We need to go, we need to run, mm-hmm. and she was just like. She started boarding up the house. For once, she stepped up. I loved it. She did. I was surprised, though, because in that scene with when both of them are in the car, I was like, where is the R&B diva music? I feel like whenever <laughs> they're in the car together, you rock out to something. I was like, oh, where's the, where's the soundtrack? Like, Alicia Keys? Like, what's the new song going to be? And there was, like, no music. They were just, like, ignoring phone calls and going back and forth by Esperanza. I was like, oh. I mean, she did step up. She is a superhero mom. Mm-hmm, and definitely. we see it in this episode 100%. Definitely. And she did. She threw Pat for a loop. If it weren't for him going into Dion through the video game, he wouldn't have known where she was. Yeah. Yeah. She was like holding her ground that Pat situation, which I like. She almost won the cats. And then she's like, don't come here. I thought that scene was super creepy. Mm-hmm. Like the aggressiveness oh, was, was building, you know? Yes. He was like shoving the door and mm-hmm. then she caught on and she's like, no, don't come here. Yes, Kat was so good in that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. So then, but he ends up finding them, like you said, through Zelt, no, Reptile something. The Reptile game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is smart on Pat's part to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I would have never thought. When he opened it up, I was like, no. It brought me back to when Nicole was like, no iPads for him when Kat gave it to him. And I was like, your mom knows best, boy. This is why you listen to your mom. (laughs) That's Um, true. That's untees to to the T, giving you stuff that you shouldn't have. But you know what I thought was really interesting also about Kat in that scene with um, when... um, what's his name came over Pat. Pat when Pat came over is the thing that tipped her off more than anything is when he said I'm afraid that she might hurt Dion she's like my you could sister see instantly her change and be like nope something's up with this guy because she was like she would never hurt Dion and then that's when she started lying yeah you know Saint I was Lewis. like I was like you don't even you you have no idea like if you think I, I, it was it seemed like so off for Pat his perception of I was like, oh, he's been here the whole time and he still doesn't understand the relationship that Nicole and Dion has. If he thinks an onlooker in the family is going to think she would do anything to hurt him. You know, when they got in an argument, he said, I spend more time with him than you do. I was just like, wow, Pat is, I was like, oh, he's really off. He has no mentor. Yeah. (laughs) Well, then he shows up to the cabin and I was like, oh God, that gave me the creeps. He looked disheveled. Like the moment Nicole opened the door, her eyes were like, I mean, she just knew. Yeah. And then within minutes, all the truth comes down. She's like, you killed Mark. You did this. Mm. You did that. 
And then she whacks him. <laughs> Why did she whack him once? I was like, girl, if you don't keep hitting him. She hit him and then she was like, uh like Girl, good for her keep hitting him yeah you don't stop at you don't stop at one but then he like the house completely like explodes right. completely off topic the off Set him every <laughs> brian's the best guys um i love the flashbacks in that scene when she's kind of like out of it and you know everything's like a mess yes she's like drunk in the library with michael b jordan he's like i'll call your dad i was like that scene first of all now we know how they met and I was like, I am in love with Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I mean, As if you weren't already. <laughs> just watching him, I mean, he had been infatuated with her. Mm-hmm. And it was just so kind of cute to see because she was, again, this kind of mess. And he kind of swooped in and saved her. Yeah. Yeah, and I, lo- I love that we saw that because of how the episode ends. It's like you see this, like, She's super feisty. She was giving him a lot of attitude. Yeah. yeah. And and he's just playing it calm, cool. Like, I've been noticing you. We can call your dad. <laughs> I just felt like, I don't know. That got me hot and bothered. And it wasn't even anything sexual. <laughs> but it was so yes. sweet. His effort, you know, yes. or the details mm-hmm. that he cared to mention about everything. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the fact that she wanted to be a dancer or, like, get a degree in performing arts. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do people always meet like this? Is this, or is this, you know... Fairy tales. Well, at that library, people do. Because I have a friend <laughs> that went to at Spelman. At that library? I want a friend. If I had a friend that went to Spelman, that whole, because I grew up in Atlanta, right? That whole area that is called the AUC. So Spelman is an all girls college. Morehouse, which he had the, the sweatshirt on, is an all men's college. Mm. And then Clark Atlanta is both. So they all three share that library. They're historically black colleges. Um, so they all three share that library, said Woodrow Library. So I had a friend that went to Spelman, and she said they used to call that library the Woody for short. And that it was like the club. She goes, people oh. will go there like on Friday, Saturday night. Like that's where you meet people. Like, Ooh. like it is a place. The li- I like so that. So when you're like, do people meet there? I'm like, actually, people they do. do. <laughs> Kim, they tell me people do meet there. Yeah, I love um, that. <laughs> Can we talk about though him teleporting? Yes. He teleports himself to school. Yes. Even though his mom told him, don't do that. I mean, they're on the run. <laughs> and he teleports Pinchy with him. Pinchy makes it. He leaves mom Pinchy behind, but he brings Pinchy. I love that Pinchy made it. Like but, that. I mean, we see him concentrating. He goes into that yoga move that his mom oh, taught him. Oh, that was him. so cute. And then mm-hmm. it's like, he does it, and even Pat's like, man, he did it. Yeah, Pat's even it. amazed. That's what's funny, too. And then him and Spronza make up, which was so sweet. What was the line he said? Uh, sorry for trying to fix you when you're not broken. Mm. Oh, my God. Right my heart. And she just hugged him. And he's like, you're making this weird. <laughs> like, Please don't do this. So they're going to they're gonna present their project. And then everything kind of goes south. Pat comes and then takes him, which brings us to defeating the Crooked Man. So he doesn't know it yet, but he's a Crooked Man. Um, so Nicole has Bayona watching him. She's trying to get to him. And he's about to save him, actually. I felt like he was doing it for so long that he was actually going to heal him and that we were going to see just Dion, like, slowly dwindle away. And I was like, this cannot be how it... This cannot <laughs> no. be the cliffhanger no. we get. No. I that did not... Have, yeah. Do we feel like, from the beginning, that was Pat's plan? I think so. I mean, I feel like he saw That's what he right. did when he healed him that first time in the hospital. So I think he knew if he got him to use all of his energy 
that he'd be able to go on as a monster, like a monster. <laughs> we get you, girl. <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> but I mean, if he would have taken Dion down, he would have kept on going as the crooked man. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that was his intention from the get-go. You don't? Nope. I think, um, like he said, having a family and then being a little unit was his mm. intentions from the get-go because he had his eye on Nicole. Even when he came to the cabin, he was like, "This it could have worked. It could have been you and me. If she would have been like, ah, okay. He would have been like, okay, let me find somebody else to absorb. There are plenty of people out there. Um, I felt like... Um, when push came to shove, that was like his backup plan if things didn't work out. But I think he really thought things were going to work out with him and Nicole and they were going to be a quote-unquote like family. So creepy. And he could yeah. go and absorb people on the weekends. I don't know, girl, what his plan was. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. What I think happened was that once he realized how to cure Dion mm-hmm. from when he overworks his powers with the, iodine, ion, uh, the iodine deficiency or... Whatever it was, mm-hmm. it was an iodine thing. I think once he figured out the solution to fixing Dion, he was probably okay with allowing Dion to heal him because he knew how to fix him. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I still don't think it's right. It just no, no. And then Nicole shows up and he gets aggressive with Nicole. Pat gets aggressive with Nicole. Mm-hmm. I was done at that point. I was done. I could not anymore. I was like, you've crossed the line. And Dion plays it smart. I feel like he really kicked into his superhero mm-hmm. just like instincts and he was trying to like bamboozle pat to save his mom and then they do for a little bit and then he turns into a storm it was did did you guys think they were gonna get away the way they did with esperanza you know like leading the way with john thing i was like well, this is so much i can't how are they gonna survive with three little kids like I was and like, then, where are they running to? Like, where are they going? And then Biona, sh- Biona shows up, one van, that little sorry black van that pulled him off last time with two people in it. I was like, Biona, come with gonna... some more power. Like, dude, the whole lab should be there with all types of stuff. Well, we still yeah. don't. Like, we're like, what is Biona's purpose? <laughs> no, now, what is their purpose? Like, I'm so mad at them. Are you actually trying to save the planet or are you just being snoop like are you just snooping around what are you doing i don't know they came up with a nitrogen in the sky that was their science project <laughs> second so grader science project like and then oh, you're ahead of the game and then the crooked man just knocked them out like literally nothing yeah he just kind of like flicked yeah. them away and they flew they all went bye-bye and then how about poor little jonathan who has no idea what's going on oh. he's but he did a good job he's, he did a great job he came one of the three mm-hmm. he's like i was rooting for jonathan in this episode yeah. in the end I feel like ultimately Esperanza is really who saved them, in my opinion. Because she gave um, Nicole the advice saying that you're invisible to him. I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they start plotting the rod, the lightning, yeah. everything. So I think it was Esperanza, which I'm so happy about because that's really what I wanted to see happen. Because <laughs> remember we asked in the beginning, we're like, what is that invisibility about mm-hmm. when is that superpower going to come out and it did yeah that's exactly when it came out yeah yeah that's i still think oh. that's dion's biggest asset i think without her being there i think nicole would have probably found another way but not as effective as because no. she wouldn't have known about the nitrogen that was their science field project and he yeah. was missing school left and right <laughs> you know like esperanza and, and jonathan came up with that whole thing so yeah she's a little superhero mm-hmm so that brings me to my biggest question of this whole season. Do we think that all of the people 
that he has absorbed are still around because Mark at the end says, you know, energy never dies. Mm -hmm. These people are part energy. Right. Because Mark just came in and out like nothing. So do we think everyone is still around? I think so. They have to be. Yeah, because if we saw Mark, then everybody has to be. Plus, when it rained that time, we saw them in kind of ghostly form. But, wow. I mean, I didn't expect for Mark to come fully formed. Oh, me neither. Of course I loved I it. <laughs> I was like, you have this little glimmer of hope that he was back for good, that, like, the storm yes. spit them all out and they were, mm-hmm. like, back yeah. in, like, in human form. But that wasn't the case. They are just energy. Yeah. That's what I really thought was going to happen. When I, I saw him come out, I was like, oh, everyone's about to come out. Yes, everyone's saved. Yeah. Do we think Pat's still around? Or the crooked man, I don't know if they go hand in hand or if it's right. just like whoever possesses at the moment. I think mm-hmm. that energy source of the evil has to still be around, according to Mark, but we just don't know until that final scene where that energy source decided to land. Ooh, yes. Okay, so that's yeah. really where the episode ends. Yeah. We see a storm hit, we see the house that brought us back to the farm. Mm hmm. The weird aunt is dead. And then Brayden comes out glowing. And it seems like the storm was just put into him from Mm -hmm. what I saw. Yes. Yeah. It's like the storm found him and is going to possess him next. And I said, that kid is creepy from the get-go. Yeah, we did not like (laughs) him. He gave us the weirdest vibes. He's such a good actor for like a Yeah, yeah. But how much of it is Charlotte Tuck's fault? Should, should, if she would have taken him, would would he be a totally different kid? Like, if she would have taken him then, would he have been on the good team? You Probably, know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that she the, leaves yeah. him to languish there with that crazy aunt, and then who knows what other feelings or what, you know, communicated with him and said, hey, do you want to do this? And he was like, sure, I want to get rid of this aunt. I'll take it. You know? Yeah, I think, though, that's something to be said because. It is ultimately, at the end of the day, are you going to be good or are you going to be evil? Mm -hmm. And when she didn't take him, Charlotte, Mm -hmm. it did maybe take him over to the evil side because he's like, why not me? Why am I not a part of Mm -hmm. it? So now he's like the angry little guy. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but when he was walking away, I don't know if I just was being too observant, but he had Tim's on. Oh, I did. I was like, are you trying to be Dion? Like, I was just so confused. I was like, why do you have Tim's on all of a sudden on a farm? He was on a farm. Like, what do you need Tim's for? They I don't get it. Tim's on the farm. That would be a farmer thing to wear work boots. The battle of the eight-year-old Tim wears is going down season two. <laughs> yeah, imagine season two, it's Dion and Brayden. Yeah. That would be crazy. Be like a new student. Yeah, maybe. Like Yo. four or five years older. Oh, my goodness. Dead. <laughs> you can take our ideas, writers. We're totally here for it. <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, let's get into our special segment. For those of you who have been with us since day one, our special segment is The Sweetest Moments, where we talk about our sweetest moments of the episode. What were yours, Susie? I had like five. Five? (laughs) Well, this is the whole season, right? Like, No, I mean, I think for me, the sweetest moment was the library scene. I just thought it was so cute seeing how caught up Mark was with Nicole from the beginning. It was just just like love and infatuation at first sight. <laughs> and for you. Yeah, I loved, I did love that. Um, I thought one of the sweetest moments was when, uh, this is kind of strange, but I'm always rooting for Nicole as a mom to like, 
I don't know, come into her power. Cause there were certain times, you know, just throughout the season when I was just like, not be tougher where she was just like downtrodden and beat down. And you kept saying, she's a superhero. She's a superhero mom. And I felt like she really earned that title. This episode when she took the rod, like, you know, they were trying to do everything and she, she took the rod and stood up in front of the lightning monster and just shoved it in, you know, it's chest or whatever. Um, and it was just kind of her and the monster at that point. I thought that that was awesome. That was a real, true superhero moment. And I felt like um, it was true what Kat said, and we all know, is that she would do anything for Dion. That's like a true mother's love. You're going to do anything for your kid. So I just love that scene when she just risked it all, risked it all, because she was just like, you know, this is for my baby, essentially. So I love that. My sweetest moment, I don't think I have, like, one in particular, just because I feel like every single episode, you were just sitting there, like, in awe about everything. But just really Spronza's character, period. Mm -hmm. Like, seeing her, just, I love the diversity in this cast. I love that she has a role in something like a Netflix series with Michael B. Jordan and every other actor that's on that. I thought everything about her character, how witty she was, how unapologetic everything about her I loved so anything she did just brought me so much happiness um Madnix Arcade in the live chat says um he said something interesting hold on let me find it it's when, when Charlotte stood up to Pat yeah when Charlotte stood up to Pat uh Dion saying that he wanted his bring his bring his dad back from the dead and there was another one Okay, this is the part. Um, it says the Braden kid. I knew something was up with it with Pat's body. <laughs> Pat's body is gone, but the crooked man um, isn't. Did he kill the ant before or after he got possessed by the crooked man? That is creepy. Ooh, did he kill who? Good, His aunt. good call oh, there. That is crazy. Ooh, Wait I just a got the minute, sir. <laughs> Listen, yeah, Braden was getting tired of her, honey. He been tired of her. That's a good one. Wow. Imagine the possibilities. I'm, I'm terrified now. Guys, oh if he killed the um before, he's way more evil than we even imagined. He's more evil than Pat, for sure, 100%. Wow, I like that. Oh, she was working his nerve, though. And then Madness Arcade makes... <laughs> you're funny. Makes the, um, says something else. Mentions another point where he says, I feel like this role was a soul cleanse for Michael from playing such a bad dude to such a good dude. And I agree. In the Black Panther, that's debatable. If Killmonger is a bad dude, don't at me. <laughs> oh, we can talk about that later. Let's not get into. That. <laughs> I'm not sure he's a bad dude, Arcade. I'm not sure. You don't think so? I mean, he's a he's a multi layered character, but there is a lot to say about the black experience and the African American diaspora within his character. There is a lot. Ooh, I love and this. A, and a lot of really good points. Have a whole we can Michael have a B. whole Jordan yes. after us TV show. <laughs> Let's do that. Write in the comments totally. if you would like that. <laughs> I will be on the panel, guys. Yes. So As will I. Yes, me too. And me we too. need you. Definitely. Definitely. All right, ladies. Well, let's get into our top three best moments of the whole season. Okay. This okay. season was so up and down. There were so many things going on. Such good characters. What were your what was your ultimate favorite part? I'll let you start, Susie. I love me some Charlotte Tuck, even though really? we talked about kind of this whole thing. Like, did she change brain? I don't think she knew what she was doing. But I loved the superhero scene between her and Dion. And when they're sitting there and she just says to him, like, your dad saved me. So now I'm going to save you. That was just that switch bait moment where we saw 
Charlotte becoming a part of their family. And I just, oh, mm-hmm. I just, I love that episode for them. My heart is melting. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kay? I love the part in front of the school when Dion, um, like, passes by the cool kids, the skateboarder kids, whatever, and goes over to Esperanza and she's like, oh, we're friends now? Like, we're best friends? And, like, he finally mm-hmm. comes around to being best friends. Because I feel like... Um, you really haven't seen a character like hers and a friendship like that. And I just think it was really groundbreaking in all the best ways. Really good for little kids to watch. As a school counselor, I know for sure, um, sometimes when you have kids that are differently abled, you have to go into the classroom and have a special lesson on it. You have to do small groups on it so kids can kind of understand differences. But when you see something where somebody naturally is befriending, you know, somebody else, they're becoming friends, it's just excellent it's so awesome to see. That's an example that little kids, I feel like, need to see more of. Shout out to the parents. Yeah. You're doing a good job. Talking about this is making me emotional. I don't want it to end. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, favorite moment of the whole season was the finale when uh, Mark comes back. And you can. it's like a mixture of a lot of emotions. A lot of sadness because he's been away for so long. Uh, being proud of both Dion and Nicole. Um, just admiration of, like, each other and their family you can just feel the love I was like I felt like I didn't text my boyfriend and be like don't ever leave me please <laughs> I can't do it without respect you respect his boundaries please yes boundaries <laughs> <laughs> but just that moment everything about that moment just had me feeling so many different emotions and I hope that Dion grows into his powers and makes his dad proud yeah yes. I mean, well his dad gave him a re- lot of responsibility when he was like Come and oh. get me, like find, figure it out, and then come and get me. Oh, I was just I like, oh, he's like that's a lot. Yes, you have a lot on your plate. That's like, a lot. You're gonna save the world one day. Yeah, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's okay. a lot of pressure for little. That is for a little. lot of pressure. But I felt like he believes in him. Yeah. Yes. And I feel like he's gonna be in and out, but we can save that for predictions. <laughs> Uh, some news and gossip. What do you have for us, Kay? Yeah, I have a little bit of news. Susie's going to love this, mostly because it's about Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so Michael B. Jordan, as we all know, starred in this show, but was also an executive producer, and he's putting his executive producer hat back on. Um, he has an Amazon drama coming up um, called Middle West that he's executive producing with Seth Rogen and a couple of other people. It centers on two Chicago FBI agents that are investigating the disappearance of two Gary, Indiana police officers. So that sounds really interesting. I like a good drama. And Me Michael too. B. Jordan has showed us that he's really good at, you know, producing and kind of giving us a really good feel for something that we haven't seen before. So He's so diverse. Yeah. Into the streaming series right now. Yeah, definitely. And Seth Rogen, oh my oh, god. Yeah. I can literally just <laughs> scroll, scroll through his tweets all day long and just crack up. Like He's hilarious. <laughs> yes. He's amazing. Uh, what do we think is going to happen next season? I'm going to speak it into existence. We're getting the yes. second oh, season. Yeah, definitely. We have to. Yeah. And now, it ended you're after on Buzz such a cliffhanger TV. that I would hate if there wasn't. Yeah. Yes, because now with Brayden taking over for the storm, I mean, what in the world is going to happen with this little kid? It's going to be a superhero, villain, 10-year-old showdown. Yeah. <laughs> love it. What do we think is going to happen? Yikes. Do we think Nicole's ever going to find love? Now that Michael B. Jordan kind of came back, that kind of squashes my hope that she's going to want to find somebody because he keeps kind of coming back, Michael B. Jordan. So... Mark's character, Rashawn's character, Rashad. 
is he going to come back? Like, will she fall That's in love? Yeah. I, I mean, how could you? With your man constantly popping up? Like, popping in and out. How could you? With <laughs> poor Rashad. Poor Rashad. Now he's, 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 you know, his biggest competition is a perfect ghost man. Like, <laughs> he's even perfect is, as a ghost. He's even perfect as oh a ghost. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was. Stiff competition. <laughs> yes. And will Charlotte Tuck be back? Will Pat be back? Will any of these characters? Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of think Jason Ritter might be gone. Although I would like to see him come back because his acting mm-hmm. is brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've no had enough back. of you. Don't no come back. back. Maybe he'll be good because all the storm will be gone and something will Dion heal the weed. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I would really love to see somebody with a southern accent next season. <laughs> <laughs> you did mention that before, and I thought that's hilarious. Yeah, my husband was like, is this in Atlanta? I was like, yes, because it shows a lot of good Atlanta landmarks. And I was like, did you notice no one has a Southern accent in this show? I mean, I my Southern accent comes out, you know, um, but I've been wor- I've worked on it because I've lived back east for a while. But I feel like somebody has got to have a Southern accent. Okay, that's an aside. That's just a personal thing. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm really excited to see um, in season two, more cat and how she gonna be helpful i feel like as a doctor what can she do how can how can she how can she help as we're moving forward and trying to manage dion and his powers and his symptoms i feel like eventually there's going to be a showdown between dion and 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 brayden but it really shouldn't be any contest because dion's been trained he has a you know by charlotte tuck and all of this different stuff (gasps) maybe brayden will get some kind of tutelage or training from someone I think what's interesting, too, is they never showed the capacity of the amount of people that were in Iceland. It was always kind of, we saw Charlotte Tuck, we saw the farmer. So we really don't know how many people suffered Mm. from this storm up there and how many more people are out there and then offspring of these people. I think next season we're going to see everyone's capabilities at their best. So some serious fighting, levitating, everything (laughs) together, fire, lightning. Um, And I really, really want to see Biona get involved in everything. Because I feel like it distracted us all season long. (laughs) So now please do something (laughs) to better the situation. Because I think with the research they have, then the research that they got from Mark that they didn't, we didn't hear too much about. Um, And then Pat, there's so many things that they could gather information from that they could make a difference, I think, if they wanted to. Yeah. So the possibilities here are endless. endless. Yeah. Anything else we want to cover, ladies, before we wrap up? Season two. Please come back. (laughs) We're ready for you. All right, ladies. Where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Susie G Styles on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at It's Kahila, I-T-S-K-A-H-A-L-I-A. And you can find me on Instagram at Carla Alcantaras and Twitter at Carla underscore C. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. Till next time. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 